What's going on, guys? It is August the 16th, 2020. Norm coming to you from Scruffy City Sports, episode 18, the 18. We're about to hit almost the legal drinking age here pretty soon. We can now vote on this show. Uh, so that is pretty exciting with number 18 and an election coming around the corner. Do you like the new intro music? Found something a little spiffy there for you, changing it up a little. Uh, let's just get into it. There is no nice way of saying this. Let's just do this. All Braves fans across the U.S. This is just going to be pretty much a Braves recap series over the last couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks since I've talked to you. It's been a couple of weeks since I got to hear my voice. I, again, miss every one of you. Uh, Garrett, unfortunately, is not with me again today. Working on getting a joint podcast with me and Garrett. I miss his smiling face. Uh, he is He's busy. He is in an undisclosed location uh, in the panic room, if you know where that's at. He's hanging out. Everything's fine with him, and uh, things will get back together soon. I promise, I promise, I promise. But like I said, I'm going to do a Braves recap here of the last uh, week or two. And this is what all Braves fans should be hearing and doing in their mind when anyone other than Max Freed is up to pitch is this right here. Wave the white flag, send someone. It's other than Max Freed and his uh, amazingness. We've got no one. Tuki Toussaint has had one nice start uh, since this, and this was prior to our four-game losing streak. Uh, he pitched a gym against the Blue Jays uh, where Nick Markakis came back and hit a home run, and we walked it off. Uh, it was great fun. If you've not seen that YouTube video, look at that. They all circle around like it's a 1994 baseball game around the uh, home plate there and social distance and, uh, you know, celebrate. But, but really and truly, Kyle Wright's looked awful. Sean Newcomb looked so bad, they sent him to uh, a, a mythical uh, AAA team that we don't have. Uh, Fulton Evans may make a reappearance. I really hope not, but, oh, my goodness, he's looked bad. Um, Bryce Wilson came up and had a little short little party there for a couple innings and didn't look the greatest. Kyle Wright's not looked good. Uh, Tukey's not looked good. Uh, Iwana, I think is how you pronounce it, or Inwa, I'm not – it's not quinoa like you eat, but Inwana has looked bad, and he's just an opener. I mean, anyone that doesn't have Max Freed and throws left-handed for the Braves has just looked like hot garbage. Uh, there's no nice way to say that, and there is no nice way going going forward of what's going to happen. I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think the Braves know what's going to happen. We're really relying on that every fifth day start for Max Freed to get us a win, and speaking uh, candidly and fluently about that, you can't do that for that young guy. I mean, the, the moment he has a start that goes south and it's blown up, I, I really hope his confidence stays high for the uh, the remainder of the season. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know how he's going to face adversity for that. But luckily, but hopefully, you know, if, if that happens, Max will, you know, I mean, he's just looked so dominant. Hopefully that's not going to affect his psyche going forward for the rest of the season. I can only imagine knowing that you're the dude. You're, you're our ace now after Soroka's uh, lost his Achilles that every fifth day the team's essentially now hoping on a, relying on you for a win. Um, and, and speaking of that, I know you all loved my TikTok stuff and 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 uh, stuff from the last one. So let's talk about we'll go we'll start backwards. Let's talk about yesterday's game and then go go rewind the calendar and talk about that. But but really and truly, this something I know you can find this weird, but something dramatic happened in my life, and I just want you all to know what that was. Hey, something traumatic happened that changed my life. Check. 
So let's just talk about the Braves winning because that was something dramatic that happened in my life. After four games, I had fully hit the panic button earlier, like we said. I was having a small moment in time. I was freaking out. We we just we played okay, but but man, we needed that start last night for Max Fried. Let's talk about that real quick. He went six and a third, uh, gave up four hits on uh, three. He had three walks, gave up four hits, and had seven strikeouts. Looked superb as always. I'm all right with the base on balls. I don't care because he can pitch out of it. He's that good. He's that dominant. Um, I think the one earned run was a home run given up by Will Smith, and Will Smith's only played a couple of games. It's all right. I don't care since we won. Now, if we would have lost off that, I would have been tremendously upset. But lately, you know, we'll take a win any way you get it. As Dominic Toretto once said, it don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning's winning. And I agree wholeheartedly with Dominic Toretto. I live my life by that motto. Only question about Fast and the Furious is what happened to the corner store? I mean, anybody else question that? I know this is a Braves podcast, but I'm going to throw out some Fast and the Furious stuff. What happened? Tuna on no crust. We show up there after the first movie, after that scene. We never see it again. I want to know what's happening with the grocery store that the Toretto's owned. Anyway, circling back around to the Braves. Um, I'm glad we got a win last night. Really needed it. I hope that helps the team morale. Um, the Marlins have been playing lots out. I know that is strange that the Fish know how to play baseball, but they were 9-4 and four coming into yesterday's game, 9-5 and five now. Um, they've looked phenomenal. Uh, I would compare it to, I mean, they're playing small ball, if you know what that means. Uh, they're, they're really playing like a high school baseball team or even a college baseball team. I mean, they were doing double steals. They stole home plate. They're bunting the ball. They're, they're doing everything you need to do to win baseball games. They're hustling out stuff. They're, you know, going for two. Nick Markakis, I'm not going to rip on him too much, but Nick Markakis took his time getting a fly ball. Uh, back into the play, and, 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 you know, a dude stole second base on that, got a double from a single. Um, they're doing everything right. I mean, really and truly, they're 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 going to win some games. I mean, I don't see them um, doing that. They they played well against the Orioles lately. They just – they are not the fish of old, uh, and, and really I, it's going to come down to whoever can win the most games against them for this division uh, with it really being, you know, top-heavy right now with the Marlins and Braves. Um We'll kind of do a little, I'll do a little standings uh, real quick uh, just to, to give everybody that. And then we'll talk a little more about the Braves. Again, this is not going to be a, a long episode, just kind of getting it out there because one, I miss hearing myself on all the social media stuff. So, really and truly, let's take a look here um, around the league, uh, National League East, which, you know, has been a proverbial dominant uh, powerhouse as of the years, doesn't look like that. <laughs> I mean, it looks, it looks like hot garbage. Uh, you've got the Marlins are a game ahead. With a nine and five record, remember they were out for about a week with uh, COVID nineteen issues. Braves and Marlins are the only two teams above five hundred. Braves are twelve and ten, just skirting the issue there. Um, but again, they're they're above five hundred. Phillies, Mets, and Nationals have looked like garbage. I mean, putrid garbage. There's nothing nice to say about them. Um, the Phillies are seven and nine. Uh, the Mets are nine and thirteen, and the Nationals are seven and eleven. Um, they look awful. All, all those teams look awful. The Phillies over their last 10 are five and five. The Mets are five and five over their last 10. The Nationals are three and seven. Um, and I think I saw where Strasburg is now on the uh, IL. Scary stuff for that. Really and truly, there's only a handful of teams that are even above 500 uh, in the National League. Uh, it's looking pretty scary and thin. Uh, that was the NL East. The NL Central is just, I, I granted, the Cardinals had only played up until yesterday five games for the whole season. They have now played six games. 
or seven games, I'm sorry. So woo, look good for them. But uh, the NL Central looks like this. The Cubs are red hot. Uh, RT McBride's Cubs are 13 and five. They have just looked dominant. They have lost two games this weekend, but who cares? They're seven and three over their last 10. Uh, the Redbirds, the Cardinals, again, had only played five games, have been out for about two weeks. Uh, actually, I think it was closer to like 19 days, so almost three weeks, um, had missed the majority of the baseball season so far. Really do not know how they're going to make up all their games uh, by playing double headers. I don't see how that's fair to anybody, but whatever. We all know how Rob Manford is. The commissioner has spoken, uh, and he's given his report. Um, so let's talk about the, the Brewers are 9 and 10. Again, no, the, the only two other teams above 500 in the Central are the Cubs and the Cardinals. Uh, Reds are 9 and 11, and the I feel bad for Cole Tucker uh, and the Pittsburgh Pirates. They are 4 and 14. I'm just real. I mean, you can see where they're going. They're, they're starting their rebuild. Uh, Pirates 2 and 8 over their last 10 as well. Uh, the only other winning teams that we have are from the NL West, which is a lot of them. That's heating up to be a great race. Looking forward to that. I'm so excited that someone other than the Dodgers are doing well in that division. Uh, Dodgers are 15 and 17. They are seven and ten, uh, or seven and three. I'm sorry, over their last ten. Rockies are twelve and eight. They've had a slide lately. They were killing it and now have lost three, uh, three in a row. They are four and six over their last ten. Uh, and my new go-to team, and I hate to say this without Garrett on here, but Fernando Tatis Jr. and the San Diego Fathers, I mean Padres, um, are crushing it. If you are looking for some baseball to watch and you're on the East Coast and you want a late-night game because you've got MLB TV. Flip on the Padres. Oh, my gosh. Tatis is uh, tied for the lead, a uh, league lead with home runs with Mike Trout. And Tatis is – he he is this generation's 2020 baseball King Griffey Jr. That dude is dripping in swag. I mean, it, it, the looks he has with those new brown uniforms. He's got, like, these jogger pants he's wearing. He's got the, the knee highs. The dude has got the fit. Uh, he's got the drip, as you young kids, uh, youngins would say. Got the fire in the ice, causes the drip. Um, he looks f- fantastic. Everybody loves him from some uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, and also, shout out to, uh, we'll, we'll get our sponsor here in just a minute, but uh, shout out, if you're looking for baseball cards right now and you're looking for some good ROI, return on your investment, anything Tatis right now is on fire. So that is my go-to hot take of the day is buy you up some Fernando Tatis baseball cards. Uh, get them all their uh, – I mean, their value's going up. So, so get them and hang on to them because that dude's going to be around for a long time as long as he does not get injured. Padres are a sneaky – Norm's pick to do fantastic out there. They are 11 and 11, four and six over the last 10, but who cares? They're, they're right there in it with uh, the Dodgers and the Rockies. The Arizona Diamondbacks look like hot garbage to start the season, but they have turned it around. They're seven and three over their last 10 uh, and just a game under 500 at 10 and 11. The uh, AAA affiliate San Francisco Giants look like a AAA affiliate. Uh, I feel bad for Hunter Pence out there. He's crushing it and looking great. Uh, they are 8-14, and 3-7 and seven over their last 10. Really feel bad for them. Um, they, they're just, I mean, I, there's no way to say it. Triple-A affiliate. Uh, the Giants and the uh, Pirates would probably like to face each other. That would get some guaranteed wins for them, but it is what it is as far as that goes. Let's, um, let's take a break here. Let's step away. I'm going to get uh, our sponsor of the week. Uh, give me just a second to plug that, everybody. Hey guys, it's Paulie coming to you here with uh, Wise Guys Cards and Collectibles. Want to give a big shout out to Norm. 
Even though this, I don't think, is recording. It's not. We're going to have to start over. No, we're good. It's recording here. Norm, I'm sorry. I don't know how to use the Zoom thing you sent me, buddy. But I want to give a shout-out to Norman Scruffy City Sports for giving us the hookup once again this week to sponsor this week's episode. Guys, come on down. We're at the corner next to Paulie's Cab Stand. Right next door is Wise Guys Cards and Collectibles. Love to meet you. We've got some great stuff. Uh, we're looking for those, like Norm said earlier, some Tatis Jr. cards. They're hot, hot, hot. Let me tell you, like Mom's cannolis out of the oven. They're hot, hot, hot. Come on down to car, uh, Wise Guys Cards and Collectibles. Tell me Norm sent you, and we'll, we'll give you a hookup if you know what I mean. Tell Henry I said, hey, guys. Sorry about that, but it sounded like Paulie had a little trouble with the Zoom there. I, I hate that for him. I, I tried to walk him through it. I was a little nervous if you know anything about, about, about Paulie or those guys. You don't want to. I don't want to mess with those guys. But go send him some love. Tell him Norm sent you. Uh, follow him on Facebook. Uh, they are not on Facebook. I'm sorry. Follow him on Twitter, Wise Guys Cards. Uh, I know they've got that Lewis uh, Robert you're looking for, some Fernando Tatis stuff. He's the man of the hour today. Um, and anything else you might be looking for, but make sure you hit them up for your cards and collectible needs. Uh, they will also talk shop with you about Goodfellas. I know that's one of their favorite movies. I know every time I go down there, I say hi to Henry. Shout out if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, what we're we talking about, baseball, Fernando Tatis. Let's circle back around to that. I've given you the uh, ins and outs of the NL. I did not talk about the AL. Let's let's hit that up real quick. Um, AL teams, uh, much better. Lots of teams over 500 for the AL. Um, currently right now, you've got the New York Yankees, uh, 26 in a pocket watch, uh, 14 and 6. I mean, they look dominant as always. Uh, over their last 10, they're 6 and 4. They had a little uh, scary issue with the Rays. However, uh, Judge is out with a calf issue. LeMahieu is out with a sprained, I think, thumb. Um, so a little bit of concern if you're a, a John Boy or a Talking Yanks fan, maybe a little little concern because that second-place team is the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> I, know, I know, pick yourself up off the floor. They look fantastic. I mean, I'm not kidding here. I'm looking forward to when the Orioles and the Yankees play because I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, but that's all I'm going to say about that is they look fire. Uh, the Rays, right there in it. So, so your top three for the AL East is 14 and 6 Yankees, uh, 6 and 4 of their last 10. Orioles are 12 and 8. I know, pick your jaws up off the floor. 12 and 8, 7 and 3 over their last 10. Tampa Bay Rays are 12 and 9. They are 7 and 3 over their last 10. Looking fire. The Baby Jays. Bo Bichette is having himself a season now. He has kicked it up. Uh, Biggio, Vladdy Jr., they have all found their stride. Looking pretty good over the last few games. They're 7-9, playing up in Buffalo. Uh, And if you've not seen their new light blue uniforms, you're missing out. Google that. It is fantastic. Big fan of the baby blue uniforms from the baby blue Jays. Uh, They are 7-9. And the I don't care about Boston Maroon Sox are 6-15. They've thrown up the white flag. They have officially given up on the season and look like hot garbage. Mookie Betts left, and probably so for a reason, because they're tanking. I mean, they have put in the M95 Abrams tank, and they are done for for the season. I would be surprised uh, how bad they're actually going to look. Six and 15. That's three and seven over their last 10. Uh, AL Central. You've got the Twins doing Twins things. Uh, they've kind of slipped here lately, but they are 13-8, and 4-6 and six over the last 10. Uh, the Cleveland Indians, 12-9, and 7-3. They've come on strong as of late. The Detroit Tigers, even 500 with 9-9, 4-6 nine and nine, four and six over their last 10. Uh, the Chicago White Sox, 10-11, and 3-7 uh, over their last 10. They kind of started off hot and then kind of not so much lately. And then the Kansas City Royals, 
are sneaky good, nine and twelve. You know, just a couple games out of five hundred. Uh, they are six and four of their last ten. So clearly, as you can see, AL is is doing things. I don't know if that has something to do with the DH or, or, or what's going on, but um, AL's got some several teams over five hundred. Let's go out to the AL West real quick. The Oakland Athletics, Billy Beans, Oakland Athletics are fifteen and six. Uh, they are eight and two, red hot over their last ten. The uh, Tejas Rangers, ten and nine, above five hundred. That's all that counts. Seven and three, they've really turned it on as of late. And the Houston Astros, shout out to Quentin if you're listening. Uh, that is, uh, they are ten and ten, even five hundred, four and six. Uh, Verlander's supposed to come back. Let's see. I mean, their big guys are, are not doing much of anything right now. Not going to talk about the Astros. That's for another time and place. But. Again, it's good to see some uh, diversity in these leagues or these uh, divisions where, you know, the Astros have been known to just dominate Astros ace for a long time. And I'm a baseball fan. I love the Braves, love the Braves, but I'm more a baseball purist, and I just want to see good baseball. And so far this season, aside from, you know, a couple teams, we've got that so far. Um, looking forward to it. Mike Trout's team, I mean, we need to, to somebody to pick him up and get him on another team. The Angels are 7-14, and 3-7 and seven over his last or their last 10 games. Dude's on fire, leading the league in home runs, tied with Tatis uh, for that. It's a shame that nobody gets to watch this dude play. Um, It's kind of like Tatis. It's out on the West Coast. I know everybody knows about them, but but in the East Coast, these guys need need to get some playing time. And and while we're speaking about that, this stat astonished me. Uh, Last Sunday night, uh, a week ago, the White Sox were on Sunday Night Baseball, and that was the first time – they had been on Sunday Night Baseball in seven years, since 2013 when Chris Sale was there. That, to me, is just ridiculous. I don't know. The, I mean, this is the reason I'm getting on my soapbox. So if you hear me stand up, soapbox top with Norm. This is a new segment. It's ridiculous. I, I don't understand why baseball does this. Um, I, I've got a person I work with who was not a baseball fan. He has now jumped on board. He's now a Rockies fan. All about it. So I'm excited for that. But these people, you you don't show your stars. I don't care that the Angels are seven games below 500. I want to see Mike Trout play because Mike Trout is the best player in Major League Baseball. Tatis right now, one of the best players in baseball. They need to get these guys on Sunday Night Baseball. They need to get them their due and show the people who they want to watch. I mean, it's it's not fair for these people to always watch the Yankees and Red Sox. I mean, I, it's so annoying to watch them every time they're on TV. I get it. The Yankees have a huge fan base. So do the Red Sox. I understand that. But we need to see these stars that people don't get to see. You need to see the Tatises of the world, the Anthony Rendon now that he's out there, uh, Mike Trout, uh, Manny Machado, who is not a friend of the pod. But I will say, watching the Padres, he's learned how to run out infield singles. And that is changing. They, it's, it's changed for me. The narrative has changed, and, the, and you people, people not you people, but people need to see these guys on display. It's, it's, it's not fair to them. It's not fair to the sport. You're, you're never going to grow this sport as long as you only see the Yankees and the Red Sox. That's Norm's take on that, and I'm sorry I got off my soapbox, but I'll, I'll get down. I'm, I'm coming down. All right, so let's, let's wrap this up with, with what are the Braves going to do. Let's, let's look at forward, how the Braves are going to act, what's going to happen. Uh, game today is at 1 o'clock. I have absolutely no idea who's pitching for the Braves. Let's look real quick. Let's just go down that. I know you all don't mind to to give me a second or two. Just hit the fast forward button for a minute. All that matters, you know? Um, Let's see. Let's see. We have Robbie Erlin. Never heard of the dude. uh, Against Isler Hernandez. Uh, Robbie has a wonderful non-ERA. 
Uh, (laughs) He's given up three home runs, nine strikeouts, one base on balls. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's his stat line. That's pretty bad. The Braves have got to figure it out. Um, Acuna's hurt. He's on the 10-day. We won't see him again until next uh, Friday at the earliest. Ozzy is going to be reevaluated this weekend. Big City Matt Adams is going to be reevaluated this weekend. Hopefully we pick those guys up for Monday because it looks abysmal. Um, I, I, you know, I really hope that when we do this podcast again, maybe next week, we are not starting it off with this sound right here. Oh, it's not working. Oh, oh, my sound effects aren't working. Oh, heavenly days. Oh, Norm. Here we go. That we're not coming into the panic button again, because really and truly, this season is a third of the way done. I mean, the Braves will be playing their 22nd game today. That's, you know, easy math. 20 games is a third of the season. So I don't know what they're going to do going forward. I really have no idea. Our starting pitching is awful, aside from Max Freed. It's Max Freed against the world. Um, I don't know. I mean, I really don't. I know I'm all over the place with this podcast, but I, I don't have any positive things to say about the Braves. They've just looked like garbage lately. I mean, not everybody. The bullpen has really saved us, um, aside from maybe one game. But our starting pitching is not – I mean, when you're only going two, three, four innings tops – uh, and Sean Newcomb's last explosion, he only recorded four outs and threw like 80-something pitches. It's not good. It's not. I mean, we really need Cole Hamels to come back. He's still a couple of weeks away at best. And then even then, I mean, what are you going to get from the dude then? I, I know that the benefit of Cole Hamels is him and Max Freed have been talking daily. I think that's benefited him. Max has come in with that swagger. I know that was an overused term a few years ago. I think it's okay to say nowadays. He's got that swagger, that mojo, and he's not afraid to throw any pitch right now. Maybe a sign from his um, changeup, which is a little suspect, he is coming in there pounding the strike zone with his fastball and that nasty, nasty curve that he's got, that big 12-6 that he throws, and that's what he needs. He needs to rub some of that mojo, give some of that confidence to Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright has got the fastball and he's got the stuff to come in at hitters and throw that, but he's scared. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's not built up a rapport with Tyler Flowers or Travis Darno, and he's just scared and doesn't trust his stuff, but his fastball is great. It's got nice movement. It's a live, a live fastball, as some people would say. He needs to trust his gut and throw that stuff because when he throws that off-speed garbage and that curveball of his, it's not good enough to, to get him through the lineup a couple of times. He's got to come in there and dominate, set his precedence with that fastball of his. That's my my take on Kyle Wright. Throw the hot, stinky cheddar, my friend. Throw the stinky cheese, the stinky Lindberger, um, and, and do that. Tukey is, is, is wishy-washy. That's been Tukey's problem for years now. He gave us a great start against the uh, Baby Jays, uh, where we came back and won that through six scoreless innings, didn't walk anybody, I think had uh, nine or ten strikeouts, looked phenomenal, then follows that up with a garbage start and only goes like two and a third. We've got to get some consistency. I understand these guys are young. This is, I mean, Tukey's been in the league for a couple of years now and been up and down and up and down, back and forth to Gwinnett on the, that shuttle bus, but he's got to figure it out. We, we need these guys to step up. We need these guys to be, you know, as Baywatch would say, I'll be I'll be there. I'll be waiting. You know, we we got to get these guys because Soroka's out. He was our dude. He, we're not going to see him, you know, hopefully he'll make it back for the start of next season. But, but where's everybody else? We're, you know, we're, we're holding on to Bryce Wilson, Ian Anderson. I heard where Ian uh, threw a scrimmage game yesterday uh, at Turner Field, <laughs> Turner Field, Truist Field, uh, Truist Park. 
So let's hope maybe he comes up. I feel like it's going to be an iffy situation with service time with him. And again, he's not belayed in the majors. He's, you know, it's it's an unproven guy coming in. So I think Double uh, A is going to have his hands full when it comes to maybe trying to trade somebody, uh, get rid of Ender. Ender has looked awful this season. I appreciate that he's a Gold Glove center fielder, but he is nowhere near a Silver Slugger. He's looked awful at the plate. I, and I feel like Snicker said a few weeks ago that they're going to run without him. But now that Ronnie's back, I just, you know, maybe Christian Pache gets a look and he comes up. But, I mean, I don't know if his bat's going to be any better than Ender's. We just – lots of question marks, lots of I don't know what's happening in the world uh, as far as the Atlanta Braves go, and it's scary. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's super, super scary um, to be a Braves fan. We I'm, I'm glad we got a win yesterday. Hopefully we can get another today. And then I think the Braves are coming back to – let me check their schedule real quick. Uh, da, 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 Braves. I'm sorry, everyone. I was not prepared. Didn't know I was going to go here. Schedule. Da, da, um, let's see. So we've got the Marlins, uh, and then they come back for a homestand uh, against the Nationals, Phillies, and New York. Uh, they've got several off games in between then. I know it has to be hard for those guys to go hang out in a hotel room and not be around their family and have to quarantine during all this time, but – Maybe, I mean, they've been great at home, so maybe getting home, getting to see the family, friends, you know, not sneaking out, but doing something other than hanging out in a hotel room will help that mojo. Um, We've not seen the Nats this year. We did okay against the Phillies, had a split recently. Uh, And then the Yankees just, it was bad against the Yankees. So that'll be a fun series again. Um, Again, this is Norm, um, Scruffy City Sports. Happy to hear y'all's face. Wanted to get another quick episode out this week. Uh, Like I said, Garrett's been busy. Um, he's, he's moved, started a new job. We are working out the kinks of technology, going to hopefully get a podcast with you guys, hopefully this week. So maybe we'll do, you know, I know everyone's missing the the movie of the week and all that fun stuff. Uh, doesn't want, no one wants to just hear me ramble on about baseball, my favorite sport for 30 minutes. I've not even talked about other sports. I've not talked about the NBA playoffs ramping up. I mean, let's talk at that schedule. Baseball could have had this folks. NBA is playing four games a day for the playoffs, a one, a four, a seven, and a 10. The, the baseball could have had that, but nope, we didn't. Uh, I'm not going to get on the college football bandwagon. If it's, it's, it's out there, you want to look at it yourself. You're more than welcome to. I'm not going to go down that road today. Uh, when me and Garrett get together, we'll do a full sports deep dive, but just want to throw something out there um, as far as sports were related. Um, I am glad that you all got to hear my voice. I am glad that I've got to talk to you. Um, going to hop it up. No, no, no. We are done. <laughs> we're not not done. Uh, it's good talking to everybody. Again, it was August the 16th. Recording before lunchtime, before the Braves game. Let's hope they get another win out. I will come back to your sweet, smiling faces in a week or so. Take care. Uh, And one other thing. Actually, 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 I forgot this. Hold on just a second. Hold on just a second. Hey, everybody. I had forgot that I wanted to do a new outro. Uh, This is really funny. It made me laugh. I want to start the song, and then I'm going to throw it out there. Does everybody know what this is? Uh, But I wanted to say that we're just all hanging out like John Mayer waiting on the world to change everybody have a good week stay safe wash your hands
waiting, world to change. Waiting, waiting, waiting on the world to change. All right, everybody, see you later.